0: Welcome back, Full Nation. It is episode 41 and it is Monday, August 31st. Welcome back. Megan, how you doing?
1: Great. I am so excited for it to be September. I'm excited for the fall and my basic pumpkin spice lattes and chunky sweaters. Yeah. I'm ready.
0: I know this weather this week has been really good. Oh, it's been this is weird. This is a weird way to start this podcast. I don't think we've ever started by talking about the weather like this. <laughs> Is like this, we're just too forgetting. We're so
1: old. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great week. Dude. Showing our age. You know what's funny though? Every time not every time, but more often than not with clients of mine when we start out conversations or meeting, it's oh how's how's the weather? Down I heard there? I,
0: I heard that the other day <laughs> when you were starting talking with someone.
1: Oh my god. It's That's just, so funny. It's the one thing that you know everyone can talk about.
0: Or it's like or it or it goes. Oh, so how, what have you been doing in quarantine? What have you been? What have you been doing to keep busy? Oh, you know, just like walks and stuff, and ordering food. You know, yeah.
1: Hanging out with my cats.
0: Hanging out with the cats. Pretty f- pretty neat. Hanging out with family. Family time's always good. Oh yeah, family time. It's yeah. It's that conversation. That beginning Zoom conversation. Yeah, can't wait to have those. Yay. So fun uh well it is monday uh hopefully you're all having a wonderful week this is the um last actually no it's not the last podcast what? i was gonna say it's the last podcast before i get coronavirus oh
1: uh, stupid <laughs> you're so stupid
0: only jokes but i i do think that um i am bracing myself mentally and trying to physically brace myself for potentially getting coronavirus
1: i just hope that like how as i drink a red bull yes very healthy that we are
0: it's only 20 calories sugar-free
1: oh yeah and some bowl what what is what's in there again um let me
0: read you the ingredients um carbonated water citric acid taurine
1: taurine that's the uh that's the stuff from bowls it is yeah didn't you we've talked about this
0: no i don't think we have
1: hold on we definitely have taurine Mm. hold on
0: but on another note about health, as Megan looks this up.
1: Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, so apparently, taurine. Oh, wait, where does the taurine? Okay, well, the taurine in Red Bull is not actually derived from animals. It's produced synthetically, but Ooh. essentially, what taurine is—that's like the energy part.
0: Yeah, I just need a little pick me up today. Yeah, okay. coffee was enough. Um, but yeah. Uh, the reason I say I am bracing for coronavirus is because our school district is heavily pushing to go back into in-person learning. So we are going to, basically, I'm going to get coronavirus. But the the hypocrisy of it is that we are all meeting online. (laughs) So all of our meetings this week are online, which I get because they don't want teachers to get sick before the year. But if the fact that as teachers and adults we're trying not to get sick before the year but then we're gonna have kids it's just a whole mess
1: well what we were talking about last night with irene and steven mm-hmm. about how doctors and nurses and hospitals get so sick because they're just exposed so much more and intensely what did
0: you call it? it was um viral load or something yeah, like viral that viral load yep
1: um so what that so what it was saying in a nutshell in a very low scientific explanation is that the more exposure to coronavirus in this example um like the sicker that you'll get because Mm -hmm. you're just around the virus so much and so my fear with the school year is like that's what's going to happen what's happening in hospitals in schools
0: yeah so yeah we're all screwed. I, we were, we were talking about, I'm not very positive about this. I try to stay I know positive, but I'm really not. Um, we were talking, so like this week, actually, so Wednesday and Thursday, I had, um, meetings with, um, meetings with my coworkers and, um, and I, um, are you...
1: Having brain fog. Yeah. Do you have coronavirus?
0: I I, I, I maybe do. This is know. the
1: second week in a row. I I'm listeners. If you stand with me on this, Aaron has issues <laughs> sometimes getting his thoughts through. And so I apologize <laughs> on behalf yeah, of us.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're um, like my dad. Okay, stop. Don't well, compare me to your dad. No,
1: no, no. Okay. You, in the fact that you always make fun of my dad for how slow he talks this is you.
0: Yeah, he does. He does talk slow. Okay, what I was saying was last week, I I was meeting with my team and we were talking. It's like all this school stuff that uh, basically could be solved if we were just all distance learning. Like all these questions that we were having, like we don't even know what time our school is starting because the bus schedules are so screwed up right now. We didn't even know last week. We finally got an email on Friday saying that kids are going to be Eating in the lunchroom, which is good, but like we didn't even know that. Like some specialists don't even know what's happening. We don't even have a a daily schedule yet, and we're one week out from school starting, even though we're doing distance learning for the first two weeks. But uh, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. Yeah.
1: I mean, on the other side too. I know. I know for teachers this is especially hard, but I can only imagine for parents too of the students and the kids.
0: I understand that perspective. But then I, we were talking last night at dinner with Erin and Stephen about. Um how yeah, it is it is a shitty situation for parents, right? Yeah. But I think that their anger is being taken out on teachers. So like after our district went back on our district initially it said we're doing blended learning, and then like two weeks later it said, Okay, we're gonna push back the school year for blended learning in person and we're gonna go distance for the first two weeks. So a lot of parents are really mad. Uh, our district's Facebook page got lit up with parent comments saying how teachers are the worst thing ever. We just talk behind the everyone's backs and the family's backs and all this shit. And basically saying that teachers are the worst. But the thing that pissed me off about this whole situation is that we as teachers are being asked to carry the brunt and hold up the quote unquote economy, as Trump has said. Like we're supposed to hold up the economy Because at a higher level, there was failings on how this coronavirus was dealt with. And I hate that.
1: Well, it's always going to be a scapegoat.
0: I absolutely hate that. Yeah, we are the scapegoat of this whole thing. We're being made the bad guys in the spring. I already talked about this before. But in the spring, we were like heroes or whatever, which we weren't. We just figured it out. We adapted like everyone else did to how to do this job the best that we could in coronavirus. We were quote-unquote heroes, which I don't think we were, but we did a lot of work, right? Um, but then now we're seen as like the villains because we don't feel safe going back. And I don't think anyone would feel safe going back. The CDC is telling people to not to limit exposure in indoor places. (laughs) We're going to be in school for fucking eight hours in a day. Like, it just makes no sense.
1: Aaron's soapbox.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's my soapbox for this week.
1: Well, maybe this is the chance to
0: get coronavirus
1: n- no i would not like that no thank you because then i will go down probably harder than you if i, I gu- get
0: it. i guarantee i i will probably get it i hope i don't and i hope it just floats away and like aaron was saying last night like it could just f- like disappear
1: yeah like the spanish flu i did not know flu. that that the spanish flu there was no vaccine ever created yeah and it just kind of went away.
0: Yeah. But then remember the second wave thing oh, yeah. about in the fall, how yeah, it came true. back even worse. I just, it, this reminded me of psychology. So I minored in psychology and the delayed gratification experiment. So have you ever heard about this? What they did with, with kids? kids? Yeah, kids? Yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. longitudinal study. So they basically study kids at an early age and then followed them later on in life. So what ended up happening was the experiment was um, they would sit a kid in a room. And then they would put a marshmallow in front of them, okay? So kind of a sweet treat. Um, They would tell the kid, I need to go do something quick. The experimenter would be like, I need to go do something quick. I'm going to leave you in this room by yourself. If you don't touch the marshmallow and you don't eat it, when I come back, I'll give you another marshmallow, okay? And so the kids were like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. So what happened was, so it was delayed gratification. So being able to wait for something, in order to have a bigger reward or a better reward okay so they did this study if you've never watched a youtube video on it google or youtube like delayed gratification marshmallow experiment there are hilarious videos of these kids like trying to not eat the marshmallow i think i've
1: seen that yeah, yeah. it's
0: so funny but basically what they found out over this longitudinal study it was happened like 40 years ago i think it was walter michelle or something um he they found that kids the uh, the kids who were able to wait for the two marshmallows or not touch the marshmallow and wait to get their two marshmallows. so wait for the reward um delayed gratification. They had higher paying jobs, they became more successful in life. um they were higher degrees uh, or higher educational degrees, things like that. The people who wanted instant gratification were. Um, they had obviously like lower paying jobs, lower degrees, things like that. So it's this whole idea of delayed gratification where right now in the United States, I feel like we are in this time of like, we need instant gratification. Like, oh yeah, we, we, we shut down the economy and we shut down everything for a little bit and we did good enough. So let's just open it back up and it'll be all fine. Like if we just, if we just like shut the country down. Marshall audit for like 14 days or whatever this whole thing could be so much far less and then we could go back to almost normal life but people are so freaking impatient that we can't and we and have we can't
1: infringe on our rights and we
0: have trump supporters who literally can't keep their masks on for 15 minutes in the supermarket because it infringes on their rights which it doesn't it's a bunch of bullshit but
1: Well, as I was saying before, maybe to segue off of Aaron's Soapbox, as much as the people love it. um, Maybe this is a good time for you to really start thinking about launching into photography versus teaching. AKA the conversation we had with my boss yesterday. We went to my boss's house yesterday to have a just, you know, good conversation about business. And Don has always had some thoughts on ways he can help... Other people and Aaron and maybe kind of spark some ideas for his photography business. Right. But would you like to enlighten the people?
0: Yeah. So we we had a conversation yesterday and we're talking and he was just kind of interested in what my plans were and what I viewed as... Because I think think ultimately my goal is to be full-time photography in some capacity, full-time photographer. Um, So we talked and um i think the biggest takeaways i have it is one i need a client base in the cities so if you need photography done you need (laughs) pictures (laughs) you need portraits you need couples photos weddings hit me up definitely willing to take pictures or anywhere if it's across the country man i will come shoot a wedding in california in a heartbeat hell yeah
1: you could become a destination wedding photographer (gasps) oh That'd be kind of cool. That would be sweet. I
0: would. I honestly, like, being an elopement photographer in, like, the mountains and, like, having to hike to different locations, that would be so sick. That would like. be sick. Because that story, the story of that day. Oh,
1: yes. My hairstylist, actually, that's what she was planning to do.
0: Yeah. That'd but be she had so a so cool.
1: She had to cancel her wedding. Ba-ba-ba. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, okay. So, we were talking or whatever. So, I think the biggest thing is, like, building a client base here in the cities because all my clients this summer, basically, were from Alec. Um... The second thing I think is I need to, I hate networking, but I need to network more with area photographers, venues, things like that. And then I think the biggest thing he said was like, he asked me in my eventual future, how long it would take me to go full time. And I said five to eight years. He goes, I think that's cop out. (laughs) He's like, I think you can go in 18 months. I was like, Ooh, yeah. I mean... And he made a good point about how if you go full time into your, if, if I went full time into this, my business would grow tenfold because one, I would be putting more effort into it and two, it's going to be my livelihood. So I would need to put more effort into it. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, and I don't know if Don told you this, but it's like, he, like, I mean, I know he talked about how he went from a very, really High-paying job Mm -hmm. at this produce company, then to making the leap to starting his own business in consulting and marketing. Yeah. Um. But I mean, he like you said, he lived off Roxanne's salary and income for a while. Um. He had a new baby. They just built a a mortgage. Yeah, and so he had a lot of risk, Mm -hmm. just like you and I know. You are very risk averse. Very
0: much so. Very (laughs) risk averse.
1: Which actually, I know we were talking about this, how you said Don maybe is not, but Don actually is. Like when it comes to client things and Mm -hmm. making decisions of should they do this or not, he is very, very risk averse.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think it's interesting. I don't know. I want to get this out as my ultimate goal or like say my ultimate goal, speak it into existence almost.
1: Tell the people. So I
0: think. My ultimate goal is to be a full-time photographer in weddings, portraits, maybe like lifestyle branding type things. So like working with like a Patagonia or working with like a clothing company and doing more lifestyle shoots or things like that. Not like product shoots um, or like high fashion, but more like editorial type shoots. Um, So doing that, uh, but also uh, I want to... I would love to have my own studio one day and be able to rent that out and have that as like a side income, not my main source, but kind of like a side thing. That's not a money sucker if I can figure that out. But then I think the ultimate goal would be to um, start like a, uh, a young photographer academy almost, quote unquote, Ooh. to like teach like elementary, middle school, and maybe even like high school students photography and not like teach them not like a mentorship program but just to like expose them to the world of photography and expose them to this creative field and not even like business wise but just like helping them and i think it'd be really cool to be able to do like outreach to like underprivileged uh communities um and i think like like inner city communities and mm-hmm. really like build it up that way so i can give back in some sort of way and i still want to teach like i love i love to teach it's just the politics of teaching i hate but um yeah i don't know That's you know the there's actually
1: goal. there is a group on like, this day
0: <laughs> august, august the 31st august well 30th august 30th 2020 speaking into existence
1: yes yeah and there's actually have you ever heard of probably not but the brand lab The Brand Lab. It's an organization um, in the Twin Cities area. And essentially what it does, it's actually really similar to your idea. But they work with kids in high school, um, sometimes in college too. But a lot of times it is people from underserved areas. um, But they have these kids, I guess, match up with an agency or like a marketing firm or something to... Kind of get a taste of office life, like, kind of oh, like life.
0: exposure to and like, like it, what, yeah,
1: and what it's like to work in a creative office to see if this is something they'll like, Ooh, get them connections. That's cool. Then they also are paired up with a mentor um, as part of the program. And actually, when I was at an agency um, for that summer, there was someone from the brand lab who was working with us and helped us out. Um, and she loved it. She said cool. it was really cool to learn about different things in the agency yeah. just like getting up at eight clocking out at five right that kind of experience but yeah, yeah.
0: i don't know i'm not because there are area photographers who do like quote-unquote mentor sessions with people who want to get into the business of photography or whatever and like that's not what i I don't want to teach in that way i want to teach and like quote-unquote inspire like younger people or like they don't even have to be a photographer if they could just like love cameras and love like shooting um shooting on the side or wherever they go like or their natural life and capturing that like i want to do that rather than like i know it's a noble cause to help people who are trying to start a business but i don't want to that's not my jam i want to like help kids so yeah that's that's the goal
1: (gasps) that's a goal and we'll my see. new goal is to become stay-at-home mom no, just
0: kidding <laughs> yeah right i'm not gonna make that much money
1: <laughs> just kidding no but i think i if you we in the future if we started this venture to open up this company i could see myself asserting myself into the picture i could see myself kind of being the like operations manager yeah. of a studio, could and like setting things up, making sure or like partnering with different vendors and
0: think about how shitty that studio is that we use for Nabas, the baby shoot.
1: Oh, that was not and they were not so nice at all. It's Fucking frazzled and, and... they're
0: f- and they're surviving in Chaska. Like, yeah,
1: I mean that's a nicer area though. People I want really okay. I want a
0: studio space that's not only like for photography and videography but like that you could host events in like you could rent it out for like your company party or something like that or like it's like i'm thinking high ceilings kind of industrial maybe like warehouse kind warehousey of. like natural light big windows yeah
1: also thinking about my other agency internship eons ago it's getting a couple years ago but they actually they own something across from the office building that was like that uh-huh. where They had their creative suites. Yeah. All the creatives work there, but then they hosted like industry events, meetups, networking sessions. Yeah,
0: like that would be
1: sick. That would be sick.
0: That's that's a that's a 15 year plan. What? That that could be. I'm gonna
1: channel my inner Don Goodwin and challenge that.
0: Yeah. Well let me get full-time photography first and then we'll go from there. (gasps) Oh Okay, so um
1: Well, besides I mean, this was this was some happy news week, but I feel like this week also there's a lot of just shit going on again in the world, yeah. Of course, but as Wasn't many a great of you week, no, as many of you should know, there was another shooting from a cop at a black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, and the story is that Jacob Blake, he was breaking up a fight between two women. And he started to walk away from three cops. And the cops apparently tasered him or tried to get him to stop. And Jacob Blake went into his car. And he said, I believe it's that he was checking on his kids or grabbing something. But then the cop shot him seven times in the back.
0: The cops are claiming that he had an alleged weapon. Yes. So take that for what you will.
1: But the there's
0: no body cams for the cops, so they don't know.
1: Yeah, Kenosha police they don't have body cams at all. They only have the audio. Um, but this has caused a lot of unrest again, as one might expect.
0: Yeah, sports leagues. Yeah, four of the sport. Okay, so the reason why we're talking about this now is because I this happened exactly a week ago. It happened on Sunday, remember? Mm-hmm. But we got done recording the podcast, and then I was scrolling through Twitter. And I realized that this was a thing. So, maybe we should have came on last week. Whatever. We didn't. But, um, yeah, it ha- we found out after we recorded the podcast. Um, you've probably seen the video. It's horrific um, in any regard. Uh, yeah. This is just a weird, weird time, man. Well, then... But, like, okay, so, like, unprecedented. This, I, I feel like this... I hope, and we said this with the George Floyd murder as well, like, I hope that something comes out of this. Like, you saw professional sports leagues stopping, basically protesting, quote-unquote. They didn't play. Four of the five major sports leagues stopped and didn't play on Wednesday or Thursday, I think. The NHL finally came on on Thursday. They were a day late. Um... So, yeah, it's kind of a crazy crazy time and whether you whether you believe I think whether you believe if it was a, the right thing for the cop to do or the wrong thing for the cop to do, I think the greater narrative, kind of segueing into our next thing, is what happened after the police shooting.
1: Well, and just to quickly comment on that, and I went on my my own personal soapbox this week on social media because mm-hmm. i was sick of seeing people post about this and be like oh my god i i have a friend on facebook i won't say her name but she posted this meme meme about oh how do you not get shot by cops and it's like five things to not get shot by cops like oh obey the law don't <laughs> run swallow so blah
0: blah stupid
1: and it's like oh what what, what about brianna taylor who was sleeping in her own apartment in her bed shot killed in the middle of the night Yep, and
0: what about all the white people? The videos of the white guys, basically charging at police officers. Police officers don't do anything; they don't shoot them or anything. Yeah, just yeah. There, there is a definite, and I know that video. Okay, so I, I know that videos, the ones that we're exposed to, can be deceiving, right? Because
1: we don't see the whole. We don't
0: see the whole thing, and you don't see. You don't see. All of the things that have happened, but there is a definite problem when we continue to see videos of cops shooting or killing black people.
1: Yeah, clearly, clearly, there's an issue with
0: bigger than bad apples. The system,
1: (laughs) yeah, there's clearly an issue with the system, yeah, where they're not getting the proper mental health care, they're not getting proper training, they're maybe getting maybe like just like uh, with George Floyd, maybe. The police officers, they've gotten ridden up so many times, but yet they're still allowed in the field.
0: Yeah. It's a mess.
1: But as you were saying about the next horrific thing that happened.
0: Yeah. So whether whether you... I saw a TikTok today of some guy being like, oh, Jacob Blake, he was a... He, was, he sexually assaulted people. He... He was a criminal, all this stuff. And I just think to myself, like, yeah, even if he was that, and I'm not excusing that stuff because that stuff is shitty. First of all, we have a president who's been alleged of sexual assault, so whatever. Um, <laughs> that's beside the point. Minor but I, I, even, even if, okay, even if this guy had sexually assaulted someone, even if, and I'm not, okay, I'm not saying that those things are bad because they are but even if it's not the cop's responsibility to to try and be the executioner or to try and be the the judge of this situation yeah right? or
1: he doesn't get the right to be the executioner the,
0: the cop it, it, it's not his right like okay if he's if he did have a weapon um if he did if, if he was resisting, which I think he was, I mean, you can clearly see he was resisting arrest. Like, that doesn't make it right that the cop shoots you in the back seven fucking times. Yeah. Right? George Floyd, if he's resisting, that doesn't mean that you fucking kill the dude. Like, it. this whole idea of people... Yeah. It, it It's every time there's uh, a black person who gets killed by the police it is always what have they done wrong in their past whereas kind of transitioning if you've heard of Kyle Rittenhouse I don't even really want to say his name but it's the 17 year old fuck face who <laughs> um, who showed up to the protests in Kenosha from Illinois, drove there with his
1: ar-15 ar-15
0: assault rifle um to protect a store that's what he claimed you don't i've heard this from trevor noah trevor noah was like you don't drive to you don't drive with your ar-15 to perfect or to protect a tj (laughs) Maxx. like you go there to shoot someone you go there to like intimidate people and look what happened he ended up shooting and killing three he shoot he shot three people and killed two of them I think yep or something like that and the the thing that pissed me off the most about this whole thing is that the video of him there you literally see him shooting people in this video and then he walks right by the police with his AR-15 mm-hmm. and they don't stop him nope when everyone is yelling that guy shot someone, but the police don't believe anyone because he's white, and everyone's gonna say, "Oh, conservatives." Well, he was complying; he had his hands up. Yeah, regardless, there he sh- he, he he shot people, and people, everyone is yelling this dude shot people, and the cops don't do anything about it. That's what pisses me off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you can believe all you want that there's not a double standard, but there is. Like. It, it is shocking how blatant all of this is and how cops thin blue line blue lives matter what the fuck is a blue life you're you're not a race you chose to be in this profession if you don't want to be in the profession good riddance get out of here we don't need racist cops like it's just like me like education if i don't want to be in the profession i need to get out right so it,
1: yeah, you weren't born into your profession. Yeah,
0: you're not born into your profession. You're not made to be a cop. You could say it's your calling, but you could get another job if you really want to so you don't kill people. Like, fuck, it's so annoying.
1: Well, and the fact that fucking... Um, I mean, even... So the Kenosha chief of police, he yeah. made a statement was like, well, he and I quote, I don't want to make a big deal about this, about Kyle Rittenhouse. Him, and then... Oh, I hate fucking Tucker Carlson with a passion from Fox News. But he was like, I, you know, the police weren't doing anything about the protests and they weren't there to protect him. So I think, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse, like, maybe he was just needed. It's like, no, no, you don't need a 17-year-old with an AR-15 to go protect and serve our country. This makes me
0: so mad. Yeah, that's the most shocking thing I think about this is that conservative news outlets tried to make him they try they always try to humanize they try to humanize white um what's the word white Terrorists, if you want to say.
1: Domestic terrorists? I'm Domestic terrorists. I I'm ter- just say like, it. And- they
0: try to humanize those people. Like, the New York Post posted something, or said something, not the New York Post, New York Daily. It's, for, it's a conservative outlet. Um, They posted something about how, like, he was cleaning up graffiti the day yeah, before uh, or something like this. Like, just trying to, like, humanize the white kid who shoots people, but then tries to dehumanize the black people who get killed by the police so like for instance the I saw this this post about it was two headlines from the New York Daily um, it's like the red letter it's like red background with white lettering it's not the New York Post it's the New York Daily um, and it said the one side was the Kyle Rittenhouse was cleaning up graffiti the other side was that tr- there were trace there were trace amounts of marijuana and Trayvon Martin's system if you remember, Trayvon Martin was killed because he had a bag of Skittles. That whole thing. He was unarmed. Yeah. Um, it's... I don't know. It's fucked up.
1: Mm-hmm. This, this is why we're going to move to Canada.
0: This took my... Yeah, this kind of took the steam out of this week. I was not very um, with it. I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. There's... I mean, there's so much shit going on in the world. And then on top of that, there's a coronavirus... There's trying not to die from coronavirus. There's economic turmoil. These people yep. losing their jobs.
0: And then and then
1: the icing on top of the freaking cake is Chadwick Boseman died. The yeah. actor King T'Challa of Black Panther died from colon cancer. How sad is that? Yeah. He was only 42, right?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, 42.
1: He was so young.
0: Yeah, and no one knew that he had colon cancer. That's so sad. Yeah, and God, that is such... I want someone to study why you're so affected by people who die who you had no, like, personal connection with. Like, the Kobe thing, or, like, when Robin Williams died, or... Alan Wickman? This. Like, Chadwick Boseman, I didn't even... I wasn't even, like... I wouldn't even consider myself, like, a huge, like, fan of his. Like, I loved his movies, but I was never like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, the best actor ever, you know? like i never but then it like shook me i don't know it's weird weird phenomena
1: well i feel like what shook me too was that he was a so young mm-hmm. and that i mean reading about him more about how he played real life black historical figures yeah and like really brought them to life i was like wow
0: what a guy yeah he was like he was in jackie robinson 42 movie he played jackie robinson Played the first like pretty prominent, maybe not first, but one of the biggest like superheroes, black superheroes in the Marvel movies, which are freaking massive. Um, he played third. What was it, Thurgood Marshall? Yeah. Uh, he also played. Um, was a singer. Who's? Oh. He also played an iconic James Brown. He played James Brown in one of the movies iconic roles bring him to life but yeah i don't know that one was really sad you woke me up to that i I fell asleep on the floor the first thing megan says to me when i wake up when it happened what was it thursday night or whatever night she goes did you know that chadwick boseman died i was like what
1: yeah might be yeah i just i got it on my watch and i was like what the heck
0: yeah so sorry no i don't know Crazy times.
1: But I feel like the other thing with that, where it's like, yeah, we never knew these people, but it's like you you admire them because they bring to life, like, real characters Mm -hmm. who you admire and you love.
0: And I guess you, if you're a fan of movies, you kind of connect with those characters. Yeah. So I guess you associate yourself with those characters. So you have good feelings with it. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, just like... Snipe. It's fucking weird. Weird times. Very weird times. This All right. week has just been so bad. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, this week will hopefully be better. Knock on wood.
0: Yeah. Maybe this fall will be better. Probably not because. <laughs> okay. Fucking Trump. Okay. Oh, I don't. Okay. I think the last thing we need to touch on, I don't know. I don't want to talk about the last topic because it's just going to piss me off even more that we had. <laughs> but the last thing is um, Trump holding his rnc speech okay first of all the rnc was fucking hilarious oh (laughs) but trump holding his um trump holding his rap it was like a rally or his, his acceptance speech at the white house i didn't understand that whole thing i i personally like where people were getting so upset about him hosting this and having respect for the white house and that's the people's house and stuff that he held this like campaign basically thing at the white house i was just thinking to myself like yeah but did you expect anything else from him like no i i wasn't up in arms in that necessarily but the thing i was up in arms about with that whole situation was that he had lots and lots of people in close proximity and even though it was outdoors like still no one was wearing a mask so yeah
1: as as predicted
0: so yeah what is what was mike pence's line about meat they can't take away our meat or something like that <laughs> and he can't said take it, away our he, meat. he said it so proud and he was so proud of himself for doing it, it
1: oh and then the who is that lady who was like and we will blah and she was screaming the best is yet, yet to, to come
0: <laughs> god what a fucking joke jesus christ
1: oh that ew god she was scary she was really scary.
0: She might be the face of the Republican Party soon.
1: No, I I truly think after reading more. Whatever the I'm, hell her
0: name. I don't even know what her name is. I don't even care.
1: Um, I don't know her name, but Nikki Haley, who's yeah. from South Carolina. I reading about her more, I think she actually will be a twenty twenty four GOP candidate. Yeah. Because she's a woman. Even though Republicans still I don't just
0: hate We've talked... God, we talk way too much about politics. I know. I just hate how Democrats are moving way far left, Republicans are moving way far right, and there's this huge gap in the middle, and it's not going to help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, this is the last thing we'll say about this, that we have old-ass people who are 90 million years old who are not representative of the country anymore.
0: Joe Biden... I think let's let's shit on Democrats a little bit now. <laughs> yeah. Let's shit on our how, own party you, a little Joe bit.
1: Joe Biden can't remember his name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, so, yeah, we talk a lot of shit about the Republicans, but I think you uh, obviously we're Megan and I are very Democratic, but um, I think you need to realize something about us is that we don't always agree with what our party does. So, like, for instance, Joe Biden, he's a dead corpse, uh, <laughs> uh, basically, probably probably has dementia um oh for sure but i trust him to put a team around him that is more sufficient and adequate than trump um yeah uh we were talking it was like tim phil and taylor and i were after golf where they i think tim or someone said that like you knew that joe biden practiced that speech a million times Cause like he actually sounded coherent, but like if he would have said three coherent sentences, everyone would be like, "Oh, my president! Look at him! He's so he's so he's so poised! (laughs) He's so articulate!" It's like no motherfucker, he's (laughs) he's got dementia. (laughs) This dude can he slurs his word all the time. He's kind of creepy too. Really creepy. So old. And the Clintons, the Bill Clinton thing about him getting a back rub from one of Epstein's like girls or whatever did you see that the whole epstein thing is yeah clinton's they they just need to they just need to leave they the clintons just need to go bye-bye god see yeah democrats have a lot of shit just like the republicans but not quite as much
1: we could spend a whole day trying to unpack the epstein conspiracy theory
0: i don't want to i don't give a shit
1: i bet he's still alive
0: i i really don't care i just hope that
1: we well, yeah, don't care.
0: I don't care about him. I don't care about that situation. There's too many things to care about in this world. Oh. Sexual assault is real. Like oh, child gonna, trafficking say, is, oh, a real, okay. is a real is a real is real, right? right. But I, I just that's I don't need right now, that's not on my top of my priority list. Oh I see. Well on the podcast there. All right, thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, this was just a ramble sesh. Um, follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook. We don't have Facebook. Just kidding. Yeah. Instagram. Frickin Twitter. Dementia. TikTok. Jeez. Um, any final thoughts? Just. I feel the... like I ask you this every week and then you, you, you got to like come with a final thought.
1: Uh, how would I sing my final thought?
0: Okay. Let's do it.
1: One last time. That's Name
0: that Hamilton, musical. That's a Hamilton reference. Yeah. Megan loves Hamilton now. So, so funny. I know. Um, all right. So. Just be nice to each other. Uh, eat, your, eat your eat your greens. greens. Eat your greens. Drink this your water. Weird end to the podcast. Get
1: that vitamin
0: D. Okay, we are gonna be done. We love you all. Goodbye, Foa nation.